Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of The Articulate Fly, and we're back with another On the Water with Dustin White. Dustin, how you doing? Marvin, I am loving life. How are you, my friend? Oh, it's all good. Just trying to stay out of trouble. And, you know, the funny thing is, right, we're uh, I'm watching streams here in the Mid-Atlantic with almost no water, hitting almost 70 degrees for trout, and you're out there in the uh, the high uh, high mountain desert getting rained on every day. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's been, uh, there's just never been anything like this that we've seen here. I mean, this is so unprecedented, the amount of rain that we've had. And it's just kind of consistent every day. Big, big thunderstorms are rolling in. And um, I think we've been basically wet since, oh, the early part of May. Um, A few days scattered here or there that will be dry. We don't really get rain, but it's a lot of precipitation and, that accumulated, you know, with uh, the runoff that we've had from all the snowpack. I mean, there's a it, this is a lot of water we've got moving through our system. Yeah, I guess though, right when it's it's wet, usually means the hopper situation is going to be pretty good, right? <laughs> I wish. Uh, I'm looking. I'm, ju- uh, I'm just digging, brother. I'm looking for something positive. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, not the case uh, there. That you know, but uh, you know, fingers crossed. You know that. Uh, I think we might uh, never say never, but uh, with the amount of rain we're getting, um, it, it could be a, a little bit of a difficult year uh, for those of us that that look forward to hopper fishing uh, every summer. Yeah, well, that's a bummer. I, I thought that when it was damp, it, it led for a bumper crop, but I guess not. No, yeah. So what ends up happening with, uh, with our hoppers is uh, if you have a dry season, which it's typically is very dry here and why the North Platte is, is a really fantastic hopper fishery is because we are in a, in a, in a high desert, um, that those hoppers are looking for green grass. And after, as everything dries out, the only grass that really remains green is the grass along the riverbanks. And so it, it drives them, um, to the riverbank and then they fall in trout, get accustomed to seeing those hoppers, uh, plop in the water and spin around trying to get themselves out. And, uh, you know, that's, that's typically what occurs. Well, if we don't have the, the field drying out that much, the hoppers really never are, uh, pushed towards the bank to find that green grass. Cause you know, frankly, all the grass is going to stay green pretty long. So that's, uh, uh, generally speaking, the drier of a year it is for us, the, the better the hopper fishing, uh, tends to be the wetter the year, the, the more it's, uh, uh, a, a bit of a struggle there. Uh, well, we'll see. So we were talking before we started recording and with all the rain you're getting, you know, you're telling me that the bighorn, uh, is blowing out early and often, right? Yep. Bighorn's blown out. There's a lot of, uh, ag creeks, uh, that, that dump into it, uh, especially higher in the system, just, just below, um, the wetting the waters ramp. And so, you know, if folks are going up to wade fish, fun fish on their own, um, totally fine to do that uh, if you buy the reservation permit in the Wind River Canyon and about that top two miles or so of the horn. Uh, but once you get uh, down lower, uh, there's a lot of that red clay, that red rock that c- can get introduced into the, the system and it can blow out uh, pretty quickly. Uh, I think the saving grace of it is, is they are 
uh, with the amount of snow we've had, uh, they're moving a lot of water through the system. So uh, we have been around 3,000 CFS. And actually this week, they're going to be bumping that up to 4,000. So even when it blows out, Marvin, it clears out pretty quick uh, just because of, of all that water that's pushing through it. Yeah. And we were talking before that as long as you're willing to drive about 80 miles an hour on the slick, uh, slick roads on the mile, <laughs> you're night. good because you'll be on plane, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 My Honda Ridgeline, uh, it gets on plane pretty quick. And so if the tires never touch the dirt, you don't have to worry about the the mud, uh, you know, slipping and sliding. But uh, no, yeah, the, the, the road's pretty treacherous. Uh, anyone that's fished the mile and has driven out there knows that, um, it's a pretty gnarly road. Um, about 16, 17 miles of it is nothing but oil down bentonite. And so, uh, once we get, uh, some water that becomes incredibly slick and you look at your boat out of the rear view mirror and it's no longer there. It's actually jackknife beside your cab, but, uh, you know, if folks are going there. Uh, it's fishing exceptionally well, just, you need to take it slow and, and safe to get there. But um, that is the nice thing. The mile doesn't have uh, really any feeder creeks that are, or ag creeks that dump into it. So it really does not blow out um, after that rain. And so, um, and this is just such a fun time of year um, to be fishing the mile. The sucker spawns in full effect right now and uh, they're eating bugs. We're, um, if you haven't really seen any fish looking up, uh, too much, but it's, it's fishing, uh, exceptionally well. So folks are willing to brave the mud and have, uh, all terrain, you know, vehicles and are willing to spend a good 45 minutes at the car wash afterwards. It's worthwhile to do. Yeah. Take your friend's boat, right? Exactly. Yeah. Make sure you put the cover on it. Uh, that's a, that's a friendly piece of advice there. Yeah. And I guess they haven't scraped it yet this season, have they? No, so they usually wait till after rainy season. Um, so again, most years it's they would be doing it probably about right now, uh, but we still have some rain in the forecast uh, for the better part of the next week. So they usually wait till that's kind of done and out of the way um, because you know they could they go through and grade it, and then the next rain, all of us guides come ripping through there with our our trucks and our and our boats, and we you know put the ruts back in. So they usually wait till. They're through most of the rain and then they'll come through and, and grade the whole thing. Yeah. All the more reason to be just a little bit more cautious than usual. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so, uh, is there a silver lining on the reef or we need things to dry out a little bit there too? You know, the reef uh, has been fishing. Ex I mean, it's just fishing wonderful. Uh, the unfortunate thing is, is depending on how much rain we get or don't get, uh, we're kind of leashed to the top eight to 12 miles of it. Generally speaking, everything, uh, and folks are familiar with it, everything below government bridge is, is for the most part been a little uh, off limits unless someone's willing to, you know, uh, do a streamer float on a day, you know, maybe after it's cleared up a little bit. Uh, the reefs running at 1500 CFS. They, they had backed that down um, just to hold water back since Glendo had so much in it. And, and there was some flooding there uh, with the rain and all the water moving through it. But um, it's, it's just fishing. Great. Um, we're finding pods of fish that are looking up. Uh, we're, so there's some, you know, unseasonably early dry fly fishing for those that, that are interested in that. Um, they're eating blue wings and midges uh, voraciously. It's, it's, it's been a lot of fun. And so, 
Um, while the lower stretches, the the things that, uh, you know, the stretches of water that as you approach town uh, might not be viable options yet. Um, the good news is, is uh, that top eight to 12 miles is, is fishing lights out. Yeah. So uh, since we've got a, not a stellar fishing, fishing situation as we normally have, you think we should throw in a couple bar recommendations in the Casper area? <laughs> Happy to do so. Um, some of my uh, favorite spots are, are Frank's. Um, it's a butcher shop slash uh, bar slash, um, yeah, restaurant. It's, it's a good – I'm pretty sure you and I enjoyed a, a good Bloody Mary there. Yeah, it's a meal in and of itself. Oh yeah, you don't need to order any other food if you get the if you get the Bloody Mary there. That one's uh, always a, a a favorite of mine. So folks are are in town or around, uh, that's a, a good time. And then also the Derby Club uh, in downtown Casper uh, is uh, another one of my favorite spots to to take folks to. Both of which are a little bit of hole in the walls. Both of those are a little bit of hole in the walls. You know, like it's not you don't expect to have a really great restaurant and a bar that in a butcher shop yet there is and derby club same sort of thing you don't you don't expect to have such a good meal and and atmosphere uh um but it's it's fantastic spot yeah i would say at frank's i think the uh, beef tenderloin quesadilla is pretty killer oh it's great yep yep pretty pretty fantastic yeah absolutely and so you know folks we love questions on the articulate fly you can email them to us you can dm us on social media whatever is easiest for you. And if we use your question, I will send you some articulate fly swag and you're going to enter, enter you into a drawing for something cool from Dustin at the end of the season. And Dustin, before I let you go, you want to let folks know how they can catch up with you and get on your guide calendar. Yep. You can give me a call. Uh, uh, you can call the ugly bug, uh, area code 307-234-6905. You can stop in the shop uh, there on Center Street in downtown Casper. Or you could uh, find me on the social media uh, networks, uh, particularly Instagram. My handle is at Dustin James White. Uh, well, there you go. Well, listen, folks, you owe it to yourself to get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Dustin. Play lines, Marvin. Thanks so much.